All right. Hello. Welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. It is Friday, Emmett Fox Friday. I am Jason Napolitano, and I have the pleasure of having Mr. Chris Sheridan on the phone here with us today. How are you, sir? I'm great. It's Friday the 13th, actually. It is indeed. Isn't 2020. It? Wow. Yeah. All right. Friday the 13th, 2020. <laughs> so throw that in there for context. Put, yeah. Put your helmet on yeah. and strap strap yourself in. It's Friday the 13th, 2020. All right. God bless. It's probably a, it's probably a good luck day. You know. Yeah. The way and, things and, have and been then, going. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So there you go. There's a ladder and my black cat and and everything else. You know, exactly. Yeah. Well, let's make our own luck here, and we'll uh, get our minds to work and minds on positive things using this uh, beautiful Emmett Fox New Thought work from Find and Use Your Inner Power. Uh, we're going to look today at One Spanking Should Be Enough. Bit of a funny title. <laughs> and maybe you're thinking to yourself, One Spanking is Never Enough. But whatever your proclivities, this is about uh, is 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 an important subject. So so bear with us, bear with us. So I'm going to start. Uh, Chris is going to going to pick it up, and then I'll end, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about this this subject. One spanking should be enough. Great souls learn great lessons from small events. We lesser fry should reflect upon this fact and endeavor to extract from our experience the lesson that it is certain to contain. Nothing can happen to you unless it finds some kind of correspondence in your own mentality. And it follows from this that every seeming misfortune is but a signal of something wrong within. When something happens to vex or harass you, refuse to be thrown off your balance. Analyze the thing dispassionately. Find out where you made the mistake and resolve never to repeat that false step. Change the present grief to experience in your mental books and consider it well worth the while for the lesson you have received. In this way, you will make continuous and rapid progress toward peace of mind and true place. Foolish people make the same mistakes over and over again and are punished afresh every time. But for the intelligent student of life, one spanking is usually enough for the same mistake. Again, the caveat there is maybe one spanking is never enough, but... In this particular case, so what we're talking about, really, this idea of this one spanking. We don't use spanking as much as uh, as, as was used in, in these days. It's, no, it's really been meaning, outlawed. It's, it's been outlawed. <laughs> yeah. But also, I think we think of, uh, you know, we think of it as, in a, in a, in, you know, sort of a, we, we think of spanking in, in S&M terms, right? And right. so now so it just shows up really, as insults uh, on social media. There you, you go. Get, there you uh, go. That's a that's a spanking. <laughs> but yeah. you know, I think the idea the idea really what he's getting at is that life is kind of kicking kicking you in the ass, as it were. So you need to kind of learn your lesson from that. By the way, I like that word vex. Mm-hmm. When something happens to vex or harass you, I like how the English say I'm I'm vexed by this or that. That's I think that's kind of a neat word. I wanted to go to the top too, where he says a we lesser fry should reflect upon this fact. If you're not familiar with that, that is an old timey term. Uh, fry is a is a small fish. Uh, you might have heard the small that 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 saying small fry is a small fry. Uh, so it's he's really kind of saying like you know great souls learn great lessons from small events, and you know we normal humans basically should reflect upon this fact and endeavor to you know learn from our own experiences. Is kind of what he's getting at. 
Uh, but that, that's a big lesson right there. Great souls learn great lessons from small events, from small events. So, you know, great philosophers are able to extract meaning out of the most, most tiny events in their lives. Whereas some of us, you know, and I'm, I'm sure we've all felt this before, you know, can just get completely knocked down by life and, you know, get back up to our great astonishment and with great effort and then, you know, make the same stupid mistake yet again and get knocked down one more time, never having learned anything. And really that's what he's getting at, isn't he? He is. And it's amazing how much abuse is a lot of times at our own hand um, and punishment, uh, you know, we can take and then just still be stubborn or not see the lesson or not want to change something we're doing uh, to just go back to have the same. What, what do they say? That's the definition of insanity is keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And you know, if I can just point out one example of this spanking, uh, this isn't you know, like a moral judgment or something. It's really on the level of cause and effect uh, that if you, here's something that one should be enough. Um, if you see the stove and it's glowing red hot and you touch it and you get burned, uh, that's just cause and effect. That's just scientific. It's not a judgment. It's not, you should have known better. It's not, you were morally corrupt. Uh, it's just, it's hot. <laughs> and if you touch it, you're going to get burned. So that spanking, uh, so to speak, um, should be enough. You don't have to test that theory out again. Um, and I don't think we do with some of those more physical things, but uh, if it's an emotional thing or a situational thing or an attitude or a belief or just going about our day the same way uh, and getting the same res negative results, the same spanking, uh, it's really time to take a look and see about changing that. Absolutely. I don't know why this, this popped into my head, but I was thinking like, Think about you know in drug and alcohol abuse. You know you could kind of replace this with like one DUI should be enough. Mm. <laughs> one yeah. one one blackout, falling down, breaking your nose should be enough. One you know stupid fight with your best friend and you know breaking your arm should be enough. But you know or whatever you know put in whatever crazy thing happens when you're you know when you're not learning your lessons from your particular patterns of behavior, right? So really, until you're ready to kind of recognize and, you know, change what he says, char charge the present grief to experience in your mental books and consider it well worth for the uh, well worthwhile for the lesson you received. That doesn't mean I need to beat myself up for the past five years that I've been doing stupid stuff. It doesn't mean that I you know need to feel uh, guilty to the point where I can't make changes. Uh, it, you know, it's he's saying charge the present grief to experience. In other words, learn what you need to learn from it dispassionately, right? When he said something mm -hmm. like that, and, he's, and he even says that, analyze the thing dispassionately, dispassionately. It means you have to take all the emotional content out of it. You take all the, the judgments, take all the the issues, and even the, the, the excuses out of it. That's another thing. Mm -hmm. Speaking of recovery, you know, well, I drink. She, you know, she, she made me mad and it caused me to, you know, it caused me to go on a bender, caused me to go, you know, go get drunk. It caused me to go, you know, use again or whatever it is. You know, mm -hmm. he did this to me to make me do that. You know, that's the sort of things. Those are excuses. You know, you're not being dispassionate because you know, it's, it's your actions that you're taking and you know that it's not a healthy thing for you. 
you know, you're not learning from those experiences. You're not learning from those, from those mistakes. Um, you're, you're still chalking them up to, to something outside yourself to, to some, uh, you know, in, in, in other words, you have to be, to, you have to be somewhat dispassionate. You have to be able to connect off, um, the guilt and the recriminations and so on that, that keep, you know, that cripple you, that keep you from, that keep you from making those changes you need to make. But at the same time, you have to recognize and take responsibility for what's yours. It's a hard thing to do sometimes, isn't it? It's a hard thing to get across to people. Um, And they, you know, don't come to it easily. None of us do. No, we fight it. Is it, it's a big surrender. You have to wave the white flag and, you know, no matter what somebody else did to you, I and mean, some, you know, talking about alcoholism, you know, some people that, you know, as children were, uh, you know, put through very, very difficult situations, some unimaginable. Uh, and you could say, well, that caused them to drink. Um, that may have been one way they could manage some of the internal pain mm-hmm. uh, growing up. Um, but at, at, at the end of the day, or really at the beginning of a new day, <laughs> Um, no matter who did what to you, there is still that your part in it. And, you know, like he says, you know, refuse to be thrown off your balance. Yeah. You know, it's a signal of something wrong within um, because these things can't really hurt you um, if you have, you know, a stronger core, mm. things that will throw you off balance. You know, you, I know you do martial arts. Um, that's always a thing is, it's always be, you know, you throw a kick, you jump or do this and, you know, you still got to get back on your balance, um, or you'll be vulnerable to, uh, you know, counterattack, uh, and it may be hard to recover. Uh, so it's really important, um, to me. And that's a central balance. That's that part in you, uh, that has strength that even if somebody throws you an insult, or does a disservice or an injustice or a crime against you. Uh, That's one thing, but what can happen many times after that is the feeling of being victimized or it shouldn't have happened. And why did they do this to me? And uh, even if it seems so, so external, that may be the impetus, but how you process it and how it can ultimately affect you, that is something we actually do have power uh, over, uh, and it's through recognizing it and working through it and finding the lesson. That's the question we need to ask. Um, why am I so, so thrown off by this random comment somebody made? Uh, what's wrong with them? What's wrong with me? It's like, well, get to the point. What's the lesson? What is it I need to know about mm. myself? How can I learn from this? Because I don't, I don't want this. I don't want to get spanked. Uh, not yeah. this way. Um, you know, so that's a good question to ask. Since he's kind of talking about that. He's very much talking about learning this lesson. And I know some people talk about, it's like, geez, how many times do I have to get this lesson? I keep getting, it seems like I get the same lesson over and over again. It's like, well, you do get it over and over again until you learn it. It's, there you it's, go. it's the same lesson. It's not 50 yeah. lessons. It's the same lesson, 50 different ways. Until you get it. The minute you get it, you don't get it again. You might get tested with the same thing that would have thrown you off before. uh, And then that'll be a marker of, oh, I didn't get thrown off. Then, you know, you've learned the lesson when the thing doesn't bother you uh, like it used to. For example. Yeah, no, that's a great point. 
and I think there's there's a you know that's that's the thing about this whole idea of like you know being you know getting learning something through a painful experience you know a mistake of you know some getting like a, getting knocked off your high horse or whatever you want to call it you know whatever happens to, to sort of do this to cause you to cause you pain the point really is with this whole thing is that 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 pain is a is a is a good indicator that you know something something is wrong something like you said is like internally speaking something something's not adjusted or something's something's not working correctly um, you know, and, and again, we'll go getting back to the idea of like, say, alcohol or drug addiction, you know, your, your way of, of treating whatever problem uh, is bothering you or multiple problems that are going on internally, you know, mental, spiritual, psychological, whatever issues that are kind of that you're trying to treat through the drugs and alcohol, trying to self-medicate, as, as we often say, um, you know, it's not a very elegant solution to the problem most of the time let's just say that it's maybe the best thing we have access to it at, at a certain point in our lives but once we learn that in fact you know it's really just kind of temporarily covering up some symptoms and then those symptoms come back even stronger later and then there's all these unintended physical consequences that go along with trying to bury or or assuage these feelings or to try to you know medicate them away in some fashion or another uh, we then you know if we can look at the thing and go you know when I when I say, say in the middle of a you know terrible hangover while you're sitting in jail from you know doing something idiotic or you know you just real or your wife has just divorced you and she's pulling down the street and you're kind of looking at you know looking at your life and going huh maybe this maybe this isn't the best best solution to these issues and these problems that I have and maybe I need to look at a new a new way of doing it but again you have to you have to, there's, it's, it's, it's a strange thing because it's a painful situation. So you find that, you know, you have to experience that pain. You can't pretend it's not there, but at the same time, you have to have some leverage on it. You have to be somewhat dispassionate about it. He says to be able to learn the lesson in it, to not just keep going over and over again. Like you said, why do I, why does this same thing keep happening over and over again to me? Got to get to the heart of it. And sometimes that can be kind of hard. And sometimes, you know, to do that, you may need to, you know, especially in, you know, recovery or, you know, in, in addiction, you know, you're going to need to, to do maybe do some therapeutic work, get into a 12 step program, whatever. But, you know, in life, uh, oftentimes there's issues that'll, that'll bug us, you know, for, for years and years and years and years. And, you know, we may just need, you know, the help of a therapist or a, or a spiritual, you know, teacher or a counselor, um, pastor, a priest, a rabbi, somebody that, you know, sits outside of us that can help us to get a little bit of a dispassionate point of view so that we can see this a little bit more objectively and maybe take the right actions to, to learn the lesson. Because sometimes it's difficult in that space and in that mindset to see what you need to learn. Right. And that's or even just the concept of, of the, of that being a lesson. Oh, you know, uh, yeah. yeah. Just see, even on the, to... the broad level. To recognize uh, it as a lesson. Yeah. yeah. Especially if it, it seems like it came from somebody else or an external source or something beyond your control uh, that happened to you or if it's circumstance or just your bad luck again or something like that. It's just having that concept, being, being willing and open to entertain that idea of, hmm, 
maybe this is something I need to look at. And again, not to blame yourself, uh, but it, really the bottom line is the, the good news, or actually the bad news is that nobody can really solve this but you. Yeah. Uh, and the good news is nobody can solve it but you. Um, so yes, it's a burden for it to be placed on your shoulders or on your plate because you're experiencing this. Yeah. And if you want to have a new experience with it, you have to go about approaching it in a new way. Uh, look at it as, geez, okay, what do I need to learn? And then find, find out what that is and then put that, um, that to practice. You know that, oh, well, I've learned this uh, from that. I'm coming up with a you know, particular example um, right now, but sometimes the realization takes a while. You know, you may have to keep looking at, because these are habits of, of um, thought. Um, they're habits of um, reaction mm -hmm. to something. And they can be kind of, they can become ingrained, especially if, if something's either happens over and over again, or something big that happened. Uh, you think about it over and over again. It's still, you're licking your wound. It's, it's becoming fresh again. And that metaphor with licking the wound is the, the wound that will never heal um, because you're constantly uh, digging into it. Uh, but yeah, to just to be able to be open and willing enough to go, hmm, okay, this isn't my fault. This person did this to me and that was maybe unjust. Um, but still, even though <laughs> there's something I need to learn uh, to where, you know, I can move forward with my life without this being a burden. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it doesn't change what happened. It change, changes how you process and how you live with that from you know this day forward and yes this dispassionate look and that's hard to do it helps working with another person who is more objective than you because we're mired in our own thoughts and emotion one uh, technique and i actually learned this through the program is to pray it's like a meditation but it's a it's, it's a request you're asking for please give me a new way of looking at this situation and myself in it and that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times we, we keep looking at these things the same way and then we're finding ways. And this is where we get lost. This yeah. is where we don't really treat, treat the problem because we're stuck in the world. They shouldn't have done this. And, or if you did something wrong, then you're justifying it. Well, you know, I had a wrong turn here and there. And, you know, maybe it was my turn to screw someone over for some cash or, you know, wh whatever it is, you know, it, that you're spending more time in the emotion of it and, justifying it or criticizing the other person for doing it or using it, like he says, as an excuse mm -hmm. for ways that you're not moving forward with your life. It's... Ask for a new experience. Okay. How can I look at this different? I'm willing to look at this in a new way to gain a new insight so I can have a new experience. Cause this experience of getting spanked for this thing over and over again, I, I no longer want this experience. I want a new experience. I want a much better one. Yeah. Great point. That can be a starting point. That's that's great. I'm glad you brought that up. That was a great example uh, from the program. Um, the uh, one word I wanted to, to say about, or speak about a little bit, just really shortly, because we we're going to wrap it up, uh, but is this idea of, of guilt, um, self-recrimination, and so on. I don't, you know, I want to I wanna say this, because I think sometimes, especially in 
the world today that we live in and in, you know, this, this, and the new age world, especially the spiritual world, you know, people are constantly talking about, you know, don't feel guilt. Don't feel self-recrimination. Don't do this. Don't do that. And it's like here, the reality of the situation is guilt is a, is a, a necessary and constructive thing. Um, feel it, deal with it, deal with the pains, the guilt, the self-recrimination. You're going to have to experience them, feel them and own them. What, what we're really talking about, because that's part of the growth process. It's painful. That's what the spanking is. That's what the pain is there to do is life is, is kicking you in the ass so that you can change your ways. What doesn't work though, is to wallow in that guilt and then use that guilt as an excuse to continue the behavior. Well, what's the difference anyway? Or, you know, I feel so bad about it. I'm going to go and get drunk. Or I feel so bad about, you know, abusing this person. I'm going to abuse them some more because, you know, I feel bad. It becomes a, it, it becomes a self-referential uh, sort of excuse in a sense, the guilt. And that's where, where I think this di- idea of dispassion comes in. It's not that guilt isn't there. It's not that there's not bad feelings and pain. It's that you, you figure out a way to rise above it, to look at it somewhat objectively and, and in a way that allows, starts cracking the door open for love to come in so that you can make those true transformations and really change the way that you see things and experience things like you talked about. But, you know, you can't skip the process of like, oh, I'm just going to, everything's rosy and I don't feel, you know, pretend like you don't feel guilt or pain or whatever. You need to own that and recognize that you just, the real issue is you don't want to wallow in it and allow it to stop your process of growth and, and, you know, uh, transformation, you know, because that, 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 you know, in a way, just like you're talking about licking your wounds in a way that that pain is a sort of a scab, you know, it's kind of providing a covering over and a, and a healing process, but you have to allow it to keep unfolding. You know, you can't, you know, if you keep indulging in the guilt and the pain and the self-recrimination, that's like ripping a scab off over and over and over again. It's never going to heal. Uh, so, so there's healthy guilt, a healthy sort of sense of responsibility. And then there's this unhealthy sort of, you know, I, because I did these or these things, I'm, I'm a bad person, not, I did some bad things, but I'm a bad person fundamentally. And that's where you don't want to go down that, that path because there's nothing but darkness down that path. Uh, you have anything to add to that? Yeah, well, that's a great point because if you, you know, beat yourself up, uh, first of all, you're not going to help yourself do better or be better. Yeah. If you're if you reinforce this thing, I think that those are both extremes. One kind of ignoring it or covering it up to where you know you pretend it's not there or I didn't. So if you did something bad, uh, or then pretend that you didn't or try to justify it away, make excuses. Or the other extreme, yeah. Or the other extreme then is to like, oh, I, I'm a bad person. I like how you you went there with that. Uh, what's in between is, <laughs> okay, I can put this aside. I want to put this behind me, but I have to address it right now in front of me. I did a bad thing. I did something wrong. Um, I own that. You know, it's like if you break it, you bought it. So okay, now you bought it. Now you own it. And ask, what can I do to make it better? And if you can't make this thing better, this particular thing that you're uh, upset about, uh, how can I I make myself better so I don't make this mistake again? Just ask how. 
how can I be better? Yeah. How can I not do this again? Uh, or, or my, you know, say if it's an angry outburst or something, it's like, it, it hasn't been productive. It just makes everybody upset and it makes me angrier and I'm still not getting any results. So how can I, in a similar situation, when it comes up again, how can I react differently? You know, what's a, what's a better response for this? And, and, and may that wash over me in the moment of <laughs> crisis instead of this one. You have to dislodge yourself, but you have to own up to it. So I like what you're saying. Admit, admit to it. Uh, and also know that you are good enough, first of all, to admit to that you did something wrong. That takes a big person. That means you're a good person, uh, be, especially if you're following that with, and I want to make amends. I want to make this better or make myself better to why I don't do this again. Yeah. It's a recognition of the truth of actually what has occurred and, and, a, and, a, and a movement towards a, a reconciliation, or like you said, and a, make, and a making of amends uh, for, for those actions. So. I think that's going to do it for us. Um, I appreciate your, your input and your insights. Thank you so much. I'm going to read this last portion again because I think it really bears reading over and over. Foolish people make the same mistakes over and over again and are punished afresh every time. But for the intelligent student of life, one spanking is usually enough for the same mistake. So don't continue going through the same painful things over and over and over again. Learn from your mistakes and you know grow and uh, move forward and we've given you a few ideas here that i think will will help and um you know again like chris said you know pray pray for that help and pray for the help to 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 make those transformations and work with uh, you know work with the higher source work with your inner higher source and so on to to make these make these transformations and you know we're here praying for everybody out there who's working through challenging times as well and we thank you for joining us each week here on the show on friday for our emmett fox show and on sunday for our cosmic eye show which is our little bit longer show that we do um chris has a book called the spirit in the sky my book is if you can worry you can meditate and you can make a donation if you'd like to do so at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye to help uh, keep uh, the show on the air and you can check us out at cosmic eye.org as well thank you again chris appreciate your help Thank you. All right. We'll be back on Sunday. We'll uh, see everybody in a couple of days. Goodbye and God bless.